This is Tournament and Tea Break. You are listening to Ros Sattar. George Belshaw. And Vicky Monk. And what a day it's been. We now know who's graduated, if you will, from Group Boris Becker. Oh, I got it right. Oh, I'm giddy. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I think we need to just hand over um, the reins to George. One, because he called this from the start and said that he thought that Sock would do the job. And I think George needs to explain his moment of glory. Yeah, so we just had a very awkward moment in press. Um, so Zverev had just told us that he'd um, choked and felt he'd played like absolute crap um, in that third set and in general in the end of the season. Um, so like any good journalist, I put those comments to Mr Sock himself afterwards. Unfortunately, uh, Mr Zverev was walking through the room as I put it to him and... Uh, Let's just say Jack made it all the more awkward by <laughs> pulling some, ver- you know, those goggly eyes, yeah. emoticon. Uh, sort of did that and <laughs> just made it a hell of a lot more awkward. Uh, yeah, there's a great transcript that just says, uh, Sock waits for Zverev to walk out of the room. <laughs> and, uh, and then he asks, is the door closed? Yeah, so that was fun. Um, sorry, Sasha. <laughs> I, I, I think that should just be the, the, the podcast in itself. Anyway, so... To recap, obviously, um, Sasha Zverev finished the year pretty disappointingly for him. Um, I mean, there's no good way of finishing a year unless you're going to lift the title at the end, you know. And for somebody who's used to, you know, I think, was it Coffin said, you know, we, we lose every week. Um, you know, it's, it was a tough loss to take from. I, my personal feeling is that it, it really was expectation and nerves on him. I mean, that final set got away from him so quickly. Um, and especially after he spanked <laughs> Jack completely in the second set, you know, yeah. what, what's what's your take? He he, yeah, I didn't really, he just completely crumbled at the end. It, the, his serves weren't even attempting to make it over over the net, um, particularly in that game where Jack was awarded the the point penalty for spanking the ball up into the crowd. <laughs> um, you know, Zverev started that game a point ahead and then proceeded to not win another point for the entire game so you know, I just don't know what on earth happened he, he, he did sort of lose his head yeah I mean I, I thought when he sort of came back I thought alright okay okay the, the, the comeback is on because um, you know because it was a complete what was it I described it as um, a, you know a spectacular lack of you know, you know momentum for Sock that after having won that first set he just I don't know where, where he went um, such, such a momentum player as well, you know. Once he's on a roll, he can play some phenomenal tennis. He's absolutely on fire. He's such a confidence player, really attacking that ball. And Zverev had the had the opportunity to, mm. he, you know, he stopped that momentum in the second set, and he really had the opportunity to, to take it all the way. But you know, he allowed Top to get his racket back in and build up that momentum again, and and then. Again, Zverev was on the back foot, so yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I kind of thought Sock himself was actually slightly choking in that deciding set when Zverev pulled it back to four all because mm. Sasha started to really just almost roll the ball into Sock, not make mm. any errors. Sock keep going with that low slice backhand and hoping for the best. So the errors were coming, and then that break came back. And then yeah, I mean Sasha himself kind of picked one second serve they rolled 90 miles an hour that barely yeah. touched the bottom of the net I mean that that's the moment you really can see the choking in there where you, you just kind of freeze as yeah. you're going and you, you don't know what sort of serve if that goes over Sock rushes into that and hammers uh, yeah. back beforehand so exactly. if anything it's as good 
drops in the, the net there to save him further humiliation. But <laughs> yeah, he, he just really lost him mentally, and it's not often we've really seen that from a guy. I know, I know he can lose him mentally in terms of throwing a lot of rackets and kind of let it go, but that's the first time I've really seen him yeah. hit a serve like that. That was worrying to get over that. Really, yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the in the off season. You know, I think, and he is, as Sock says, he is only twenty. Um, and I think we just assume that because he's he's you know, pick, you know the youngest guy to win two Masters and all of the accolades that have rightly come his way this year, I just I just think that you know um, there's a lot of mental work. You know, he's 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 focusing very much on his physical side because let's face it, if he turns sideways, you'd miss him. So you know, he's obviously he's got to bulk up a little bit and have a bit of that stamina because we touched on it the other day that in five sets he's a he's a walking disaster but I, I really think he could well do with getting somebody to examine that noggin of his because you know he's going to find it awfully hard next year to keep a, a, you know keep his place in in the top five if he if he carries on playing like that yeah, I mean the, the worry you have for players like Zverev is does the kind of youthful arrogance go too quickly and then suddenly you move beyond like that's what I was thinking about Ostapenko for example she won the French Open before she had the chance to have a mental yeah. crush of having any expectation whereas you look at who's on the other side of the net at 25 Halep you know there's already that kind of built pressure that, yeah. and that kind of expectation and if Zverev's already feeling that at 20 that can become as big a hurdle as anything else to get over for him and I hope it was just a one-off but that could be a really worrying repetitive theme particularly in these five set Grand Slam matches against the best guys if you give them an inch like that they will take a mile yeah yeah um, I mean in terms of the rest of the day's action you know Federer didn't make it very easy on himself either to be honest with you I was quite su- quite surprised he looked like a right grumpy old man out on the court for, for the first set lots of lots of stomping about yeah he looked uncharacteristically <laughs> Stompy and grumpy. You know, you don't often see that from Federer. He's like all the seven dwarves rolled into one. <laughs> Apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he. I mean, he, he. He always does tend to be quite reserved and hold, hold his cards quite close to his chest. But today, he, he was really scowling into the cameras. He battered a ball back to the ball girls with his. The handle of his racket, he was hitting balls, but it, you know, he kind of ambling between points. It looked like he just turned up for a practice session rather than, I mean, you know, granted he'd already secured his place um, in the semi finals, so, so there wasn't that pressure. But then after the match, he was saying that it was exactly that heightened pressure of, you know, still needing to perform even though you've, you've already qualified that, that put him off at the beginning. With so. all due respect, though, <clears throat> to Roger. It's not like you. This is all brand new and shiny and fluffy. You've been around the block a few times, mate. You know that this is this is what happens, I mean, especially if you're at the top of your game. You qualify nice and uh, nice and bright and squirrely, and then you know that you've got no pressure. You know, it's not, it's not like you know. I, that's what I thought was really weird. It's not like you've got that wide-eyed, doe-eyed. Oh my God, this is amazing, Brown Robin. Who'd have thunk? You know, he knows. He knows how this works. It just seemed. I don't know. It just seemed weird, and it does actually make me think. You know, come the semi-finals and maybe eventually a final, whether the script will change. Everybody, I think, is desperate for, for the tournament to finish on a high with with you know with a big name win. But I just wonder whether this is the this is the World Tour Finals where we do actually see the beginning of the changing of the guard.
I've really not been that impressed with Federer in any of these matches so far. He's had moments of good work, and I wouldn't say he ever looked in that much trouble against Sock, for example, but it would have been interesting to see him play Sock on the back of beating Cilic. Like, yeah. Sock looks a lot more confident, felt he belonged a little more today, I felt. Um, yeah, it, I think fortunately for Federer, he's going to play team or Goffin yeah. in the semi-finals, and I'm pretty sure he'll roll whoever he faces there, and by the time Dimitrov and Sok have had it out, Federer will probably waltz it again. But, you know, he's lucky people like Djokovic and Murray aren't here because they would take no prisoners against him playing like this at the minute. And, I mean, the interesting thing, I was like, I cleverly left my notes over there, but the interesting thing is Dimitrov has a losing record, I think, against both, um, well, certainly against Sok. Sok. Yeah, because, so, yeah, it would have been, but, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure, actually, Sok will be up for it. I, I, I wouldn't be averse to putting money on Sock really springing surprise. Maybe not winning the whole thing, but certainly, you know, shaking up the stuff. Everybody up until now has been like, we're going to get a, a Federer, Dimitrov, you know, Fed versus Baby Fed. I'm just rolling, you know, for the benefit of the tape, I'm rolling my eyes. Um, uh, you know, final, but, but just watching Sock today, I, th- I think he's he's come here to rumble. I think he's volatile though, you know, he, he's he's a hot-headed player and he's full of mm. even in that match it was ups and downs <clears throat> excuse me um, he, at one point he looks like he's absolutely crushing Zverev, the next minute he's <laughs> no stomping around he's angry, he's losing his head um, so I, I, I think that it could have taken it out of him a bit today, I think Dimitrov was a bit more of a, an experienced player mm. um, he's looking on great form at the moment I you know Sock might battle him a bit but I, I think he's Dimitrov's still going to the, the other big factor of course is tomorrow for Dimitrov That's because right. I mean he's playing in the night I think I'm right in saying and you know he's playing Karina Buster who's He's got nothing to lose. He's got nothing to lose, and even if when he does have something to lose, he plays pretty similarly, and it's to make the match very bloody long. So I think, you know, Dimitrov's either got to go out there, kill him, keep the momentum going, or you could see him just throw it away, and that, that to kind of preserve energy for Saturday. Yeah. And that's a difficult position to be playing that match in, a night match going into the semi-finals. Yeah, that's true, actually. I mean, while we're on the subject of tomorrow, I suppose we ought to turn our eyes to Team and Goffin. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of talk was, a lot of questions were fired at Roger about Davis Cup. Um, you know, you have to wonder what Goffin's motivation is, because, you know, if he was fit and healthy and not strapped to the nines, I think this would be an amazing match. I just wonder how much he's going to give. Um, you know, um, will he suddenly spark up and, and kick off to try and get his place, or do you think he's just going to call it in? It's a really, really tough match to call because they were both. Mm. I mean, teams been fairly shoddy throughout. I mean, he's taken both to three, but been really unimpressed with yeah. him again as of the, <laughs> the end of the we season remember. in general. <laughs> <laughs> I love you really, Dominic. Uh, but I mean, Goffin against Dimitrov was easily the worst match here. Yeah, performance from anyone. Um, and you know, that's including Rafa on one leg. So it's... <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe, it's just, maybe it's actually for the best that it is the, the day match and that there's, you know, that's, that's the one that everything hinges on. Uh, and then the night match is just effectively an exhibition 
albeit a three-hour exhibition, probably. <laughs> exhibition, <laughs> nonetheless. Well, I don't think, again, I don't think Corona Buster will see it like that. And I do no. think no, no, Dimitrov's no, in a tricky position there. I really think Corona Buster will be so fired up to win that match, prove he belongs. As you say, has nothing to lose. Absolutely it could be an absolute lose, yeah. nightmare heading into the semi-finals. Okay, well, I think given that we, uh, obviously our late night uh, ramblings and nightly natters have uh, prompted the media centre to tell us that they're going to kick us out in precisely 15 minutes' time. So join us tomorrow when we'll know obviously the whole semi final lineup and you'll get our semi final previews and then we can all assess how awful we are at previewing tennis matches. <laughs> You've been listening to Roz, George, and Vicky. This has been Tournament in a Tea Break. <laughs>